Sometimes in life you find yourself on the right side of the line, where the skies open up and cast a towering shadow, guarding you from the worst life has to offer. And then... That same sky rips away that warm blanket from your clutching arms and casts it into the night. Now, you are on the wrong side of the line. And that's why I'm here. To keep you in line. A line we call the Dry Line. Now a member of the Global Ag Network. Crafty bunch. They're finally not blowing my ears out. I'm gonna turn it up a little bit more. Hello, everybody. This is the Dry Line Farmer Podcast. We are so excited. Everybody's listening to us. We were just discussing off air as if we were on the air to begin with. Bob, uh, Bob Craft. We're gonna be getting into that. Not like he's getting into people, but uh, <laughs> <laughs> we're actually. It made me think of Bob Crane and Landon. Now, tell, retell the story. Uh, I haven't. See, I thought it was his wife that killed him, but it wasn't. It was somebody else. It was his Buddy. You said. Well, it, I don't think anybody ever got convicted, but he was the guy in Hogan's Heroes, and right, yeah, and uh, so, I know nothing. So in the movie, in it, in the movie about him, like he had a buddy that he'd go on all these sescapades with, and right. And apparently, oh, that's right. And so he kind of cut ties with his buddy, and they kind of the movie kind of insinuates that his buddy Willem Dafoe kills him in the end, and they think possibly with a tripod because they would videotape all these, all these uh-huh. little endeavors they would do with these different women. And he was even married to the the Heidi girl from the show, the little blonde, uh, little like, slamming girl from the sixties, like huh? Dutch and milk lady. She was Anne Terzian. Heck, they were married for, well, 21 years and then married to somebody else until he got whacked. Yeah. Had five kids. Oh, he had some kids. Yeah, he had some kids. I bet he had some other things, too, that you couldn't wash off. No kidding. Hogan's Heroes was only six years. I mean, it was only on the air for six years. He was on Donna Reed for... <laughs> I bet he was on Donna Reed. He was on Donna Reed's show for two years, but... Then he did like a like a dinner theater thing there towards the end of his career or something. So it says Crane, and this is, yeah, I wouldn't plan it on this, but Crane frequently videotaped and photographed his own sexual escapades during a run of Hogan's Heroes. I wonder if that's what he called his junk. <laughs> yeah, I wonder if that's where R. Kelly got, got the idea from. <laughs> oh, no, oh, man. This is going to be one of those poignant, poignant episodes. Man, we've been watching that R. Kelly show. I don't watch, Ugh. I can't watch R. Kelly. Man, good gosh. Dude is messed up, but... During the run of Hogan's Heroes, Richard Dawson introduced Crank and Richard Dawson. Now he's the douchebag that was doing Family Feud, yeah, like, yeah, kissing he was all the, the women. He was on the feud, yeah, yeah. Talk about Me Too. <laughs> I mean, he was the freaking beginning of the Me Too movement. Richard Dawson introduced Crane to John Henry Carpenter, which sounds like a horror movie murderer. Regional assistant to the regional sales manager for Sony Electronics, who often helped famous clients with their video equipment. The two men struck up a friendship and began going to bars together. Crane attracted many women due to his celebrity status and introduced Carpenter to them as his manager. Later, Crane and Carpenter would videotape their joint sexual encounters. Landon, we've been friends for a long time. We'll never be that close. No, because one time they were watching them and and, uh, the Bob Crane guy's like, did did you put your finger in my butt? (laughs) (laughs) He's like, "Uh, maybe. It's pretty bad. How do you... 
I guess he just assumed it was one of the girls that did it. That's I, why he didn't say anything right there I, from the get-go. I guess so. I, I kept waiting for Creed Bratton to show up. <laughs> <laughs> the, the last person that stole from Creed Bratton <laughs> was Creed Bratton. <laughs> and you don't hear about him anymore. No, no. But, yeah, so Bob Crane... Um, so uh, let's see, where was I? Uh, joined their sexual encounter. So while Crane's son, Robert, later insisted that all the women were aware of the videotaping and consented to it, some, according to one source, had no idea that they had been recorded until informed by Scottsdale police after Crane's murder. Carpenter later became national sales manager at Akai and arranged his business trips to coincide with Crane's dinner theater touring schedule so that the two could continue seducing and videotaping women after Hogan's Heroes had its run. What was the movie where the they uh, it was like two, it was the two Russian guys and one of the guys the one guy murdered everybody murdered the women and the, his buddy would videotape it and it had I remember it didn't it had, it had like Eddie Winslow he was a character on it like the actor that played Eddie Winslow I'm trying to remember what it was um, anyway Man, just, it reminds one. me of it. Um, <laughs> Yeah. So anyway, we're not talking. Bob Cra- Bob Kraft didn't kill anybody. He's he's killed the Super Bowl six times, but he hadn't killed anybody, at least that we know of. But uh, anyway, so yeah, a little uh, history lesson there on some of your fifties, fifties uh, and sixties uh, TV stars. Landon, how's uh, how's the week been going? We had we missed you last week. Everybody, a few people were under the weather, so we just took the week off. Yeah, yeah. Everybody's good. We're we're back in good shape. Got my little baby upstairs running around with Brent's kids. Nice. Yeah, well, one of them. My other kid doesn't know other little kids exist. But uh, Bradley, he loves them. He's our eight-year-old babysitter. So, yeah, so it's great. Uh, the wife's down in Austin. She's doing some politicking or something. Doing a little lobby work. Nice. Yeah, evil lobbying. Hopefully she can <laughs> throw a little skin our way. But uh, So that's great. Yeah, we have uh, we got the old sprayer out of the barn here a couple days ago, getting ready to uh, actually got some spraying done today. And just wanted to thank the uh, forecasters, both nationwide, the national guys and the local guys, because they were dead ass wrong. Because uh, we were all getting ready to not have to be frost free or frost proof overnight last night, because it was only supposed to get to thirty, and it not only did it not get to thirty, it got to eighteen by the time uh, we got out this morning, and it was soup fog, and we were trying to count cattle. It was like straight out of the twilight zone. I mean, one cow would disappear and another one would appear. I kept waiting for Bigfoot to show up and uh, count my cows for me. So, yeah, we wanted to appreciate I know Radar Ricardo, our resident meteorologist, is way better than that. So um, we're really proud to have him on staff. So, yeah, got the sprayer out. And uh, we usually, we've been winterizing it with like 28, or not 28 double O, 32. 32 double O, it's a great little cheap winterizer. Only problem is, is we have some in the, in our little tank, our side tank on the spray truck, and uh, it gets a little, as you like to say, Landon, crusty on the bottom. So it gets uh, crusty. We got I got the old pressure washer out, and fortunately there, there's about a couple hundred gallons in there. And anyway, it was crusty down there at the outlet, so uh, I got the old pressure washer in there, and uh, it looked like I felt smelled like I was cooking meth. So, um, but nonetheless, it was actually a pretty good, a uh, pretty little easy uh, unplug. Last year was a little different story. So I uh, got the old crustiness out. We got, actually got about four or five loads of uh, some uh, evil pesticides out on the on some volunteer wheat, mustard weeds. You seeing any weeds out on yours, Landon? Kosher weeds? Seeing a few. Seeing a few. I'm gonna wait. I'm gonna wait till the wheat market drops another dollar fifty before <laughs> before I go ahead and put the input to to get it sprayed. I wanna I wanna really uh, wait till that basis winds another fifty cents. Yeah, <laughs> I, I wanna I wanna wait until there's no chance of making any money before I spray it. So. Let, you Landon, do you want to give any market updates on while we're cratering? Trade talk is all. Oh, it's got to be Trump's fault. It's got to yeah, be. It is. Just, just has to be. 
I don't think the market likes him meeting with Kim Jong Un. Maybe not. I didn't think they were big wheat exporter importers. Hmm. I don't know. Now I have no clue why Brent. I don't know. All I know is, is it broke any kind of support that it had. And it's going straight to hell. I actually try. I actually bought it on the end yesterday and just for a little uh, short overnight term deal, and that worked out to losing three hundred dollars. So that was great. <laughs> but um, so yeah. Wheat market's crap. Uh, corns are really kind of hanging in there. Soybeans, nobody cares down here because we can't grow them. But uh, so actually, there's your farm talk for the week. Uh, actually, when I was uh, getting back to the house to meet Landon, he almost beat me here. But um, I get in, roll in. It's already dark, and there's like two scooters out. And one of them is like crashed into a wagon. We got this wagon, this kind of display around a flag and everything. And it's like uh, Pleasantville, except we're not in black and white. And it's not 72 degrees. And it's not 72 degrees, low of 72, and the guys have a big game this weekend. But, uh, yeah, so there was one There was one scooter <laughs> crashed into the wagon, and then I pull in through the driveway a little further, and there's another one crashed into a trailer we got parked in the driveway right at the moment. And you have boys? And we have boys. Well, I thought I, we did. I'm like, holy shit, did I just miss the rapture? Anyway, because, I mean, it looks like they were driving, and then all, well, they don't drive their scooters. It looked like they were scooting, and it's like they just got vanished into thin air. But did, you your, did you get your blunt object out to start smacking the zombies in the head? I did, man. I had to. You have to. You have to hit them in the head, otherwise they don't die, or they don't re. Do they re die? Because I mean, they're already undead. Have they already died once? I mean, they're not Jesus. Maybe if they're undead, they go back to just being dead. Yeah, maybe so. That's what. You, yeah, there you go. Re dead. You re die them. You re die them. There you go. Like you know, old ladies in their in their hair. Yeah. So anyway, I thought I, I was coming into the rapture, and I'm like, that can't be right because I know I'm going, but. Um, so yeah, that was wonderful. Uh, also, Landon, I'm showing my I'm blue emu old now. I'm 38 years old and I got arthritis, so <laughs> I, I I couldn't get past the Richard Petty commercial for the blue emu. That, you know you know what you know what got me to buy it, Landon? What's that? You get blue emu lotion and you don't stink. That's what Richard Petty says. You don't stink. Well, we don't want to stink. It was between that and relief factor, and man. That looks like a freaking pyramid scheme to me. They what they do is, is they try to ship you stuff like for twenty bucks, and then they automate it like you like they did back in the day when Columbia House would send you the, the CDs, and if you didn't like them, you send it back for no charge, but you'd always forget. So now you've got fifteen copies of the Dixie Chicks <laughs> and uh, and the singles, uh, the single from Ace of Base. I mean, don't get me wrong, Ace oh, of Base man, is I pretty love, awesome. I love Ace of Base. Yeah, I saw the sign all the yeah, time, man. All she wants is another baby, man. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I wonder. That, I wonder that's if Bob, what Bob Crane was saying. <laughs> yeah, I wonder. If, I wonder if Robert Kraft got a little stank on him. Oh gosh, Landon, that might have to be our main segment. We're I uh, before we go any further, I don't want to forget. I uh, put a promotion out today. Ricardo and Diego, they're coming out with a. Um, they're coming out with an infomercial, and it's not like any infomercial you've seen. But um, with all this talk in the news about you know people setting up their own muggings and everything. We, they thought, what better way to make a buck than ha- than start their own limited liability corporation, and uh, for a st- you know a fake mugging company. I think they called it Hate Crime Country. That's their YouTube channel anyway, and um, they're still working up the packages. They've got everything from platinum. Landon, list off some of those uh, that they wrote down for us before the the video the um, episode started tonight. Well, you got your basic package, your gold, platinum. You got your jello jamboree now no what's the jello jamboree what does that come from well you know it's a good, it's the cosby combo or the, oh that's right cosby combo yeah jello i see that got your superhero package your bigfoot sasquatch package all very believable concert uh very 
believable environments that they create. And they're really going to talk about that. Um, it, we're really excited about this new product that they're pushing. I mean, it's not a product, it's a service, but, um, yeah, so we don't want to forget that before we go any further, but Lena, we might just have to talk about Bob Kraft today. I know we talked about other stuff. Um, we covered the crusty sprayer, the crappy forecast, my blue emu. So I'm like two days into it and landed. I can already run faster than hell. <laughs> nice. It, of course, the feathers don't hurt. But uh, <laughs> so I looked it up. I kind of looked it up like everybody does. You Google it. And um, ever, the, like, the number one question was, is it really made from emus? And so the so like a lot of the reviews are like, unfortunately, yes, they kill emus and get the fat, like the fat out of their back or something. Do they really? Yeah, they really do. Oh, it's wow. Really, it's really pure emu oil. Yeah, so um, looked it up, and uh, you kind of, I mean, it's not very greasy, but it does, It's they color it blue. I've never seen a blue emu, but um, nonetheless, I've got, I'm walking around with emu on my joints. So, Wasn't that a song the lady was going back to her blue, oh, no, it's Blue Bayou. Never blue Bayou, I don't know that one, but yeah. Yeah. So does it, wor- does it work? I don't know. Not yet. I've done it for two days, and it says you're supposed to put it on like two or three times a day liberally. And so I almost sent it back right there because I don't take <clears throat> nothing off the of liberals. Yeah, I'll put it on two or three times a day conservatively. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I like that. I like yeah. that. Well, we'll have to get into Bob Kraft. Um, le- Ooh, rep- easy, easy with that wording. Right? <laughs> <laughs> that's well, what she see, said. <laughs> I don't think that's how it actually went down. I think there was more on than in. Oh, oh, we got to get to our break here. Ricardo is going to give us an accurate forecast, and they're going to also, their sponsor is their infomercial. They're going to give us a little preview of hate crime country and everything that entails. It's sort of an uber ass kicking, you know, if you want to put it that way. So kind of like a kind of like a self hate crime. Yeah, it's self hate crime. You know, it's popular these days. You know, self esteem is just way overrated. But we've got all that and more on the Dryline Farmer podcast. From Radar Ricardo, an MMA certified meteorologist, that's the Mexican Meteorological Association, and his cousin, Diego, present Hate Crime Country, LLC. Hey, this is our Radar Ricardo, Dana Serio, bringing your, well, this isn't a Dry Land Bomber podcast update. This is a new product that me and my cousin Diego have invented, Vato. Uh, you know, everything going on in the news today, everybody needs a little cover in the media, Vato. Whether you're a big public profile, you know, a big public figure, or what, if you're a private person, and maybe you're not happy with the way things are going, Vato, you make it up as you go along. Because that's our motto here at Hate Crime Country LLC. You don't like it? We make up something different for you. And in this case, we are offering a low-priced, staged muggings Vato, and we've got all the different packages to meet your needs we are a fully customizable mugging agency Vato. we will go anywhere in the country in the contiguous 48 states since they revoked our visas you know in every other country around the world Vato. but that's okay because uh, we i think we got plenty of business here we've got just for example Vato, we've got the cosby combo we also call this the jello jamboree now for all you kids that are old enough to remember the jello guy you remember Cosby, he, he did that stuff, you know, where he probably put stuff in their jello and then he took advantage of it. It wasn't a very good thing, but uh, we've also got the Bigfoot package. We've also got the Al-Qaeda package. That's where we get like 14 bags of flour and throw it in your face and everybody pretend, like you pretend it's anthrax or whatever. And then like you like go to the hospital and maybe you like sprinkle a little like fentanyl in your in your system to make everybody think you're sick or whatever. But uh, this this we got so much more to offer in uh, Hate Crime Country LLC. 
You look a sabato, and our infomercial will be arriving soon on the Dryland Farmer Podcast. Bro, we're gonna make our own infomercial, huh? Hey, that's gonna be awesome, eh, Mato? Yeah, man, I can't wait. I'm all giddy like a, like a schoolgirl, Mato. Hey, 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 this is Moreno Ricardo De La Serio. We're bringing your Dryland Fabro podcast weather update. Well, Britt, I tell you what, man, Mato. Don't let all the other weather guys give me a bad name, Mato, because I was calling it really cold the night before last, Mato. I knew it was gonna be colder than freezing, Mato, let alone, like, 18, you know? So, uh... Yeah, I was all over it, Vato, and all the, I mean, it was pretty much all the crackers that, you know, pretty much got it wrong, but Vato, today, Wednesday, it's going to be 46, it's kind of shitty right now, but I don't think you'll have anything bust up on the sprayer or nothing, but, uh, hey, Vato, it's kind of going to be a whirlwind, of, it's going to be a whirlwind of weather, Vato, because today, 46, tomorrow, 61, Friday, 70, Saturday, 50, and then look at, Vato, 24, 32, 35. Bato, those are wind gusts, man. Those are freaking, those are freaking highs for the weekend and then like in the next week or whatever. But yeah, so uh, little shats of snow. Don't get your hopes up, Bato, though. I mean, you know, it doesn't hardly ever rain when you need it to there anymore, huh? Da, da. Hey, Bato, our sponsor this week is me and Diego, Bato. We have got our very own infomercial coming up, Bato. Hate Crime Country. Now, that's our... That's our YouTube channel, Hate Crime Country, brought to you by Hate Crime Country LLC. But we are a limited liability corporation. We will offer staged muggings at a discount price, Bato. And we've got all kinds of packages. We've got platinum. We got gold. We got the Bill Cosby Jello Special, Bato. You know, if you're old enough, you know what that's all about, Bato. We've also got uh, the Al-Qaeda superhero and uh, all kinds of other stuff. El Nino, that's our specialty, Bato. You know, you know hey, we're Mexicans. What are we going to say? Bato, this is Radar Ricardo de la Serio. Back to you. Well, thanks, Ricardo, for that. Uh, I know it's going to be an accurate forecast. Well, everybody, we, uh, we're we changing it up. We're doing a little sport. I don't know. Is this sports talk? I mean, it's sports, yeah. sex. I mean, it's everything you want in a podcast, really. It's every guy's fantasy. Yeah. I mean, we're talking well, about. till you get busted for it. Yeah. Here we go. It's Bob Crafty time. Busted? I bet they like to get busted. <laughs> I mean, I mean, that's kind of a poor choice of word. Landon, what do you think of the desk? I mean, it's not just like Amish oakwood furniture stuff. And, and I know it is a little wobbly. I still got to do a couple cross members. <laughs> is this oak or, or pine? <laughs> <laughs> it's a uh, Douglas fir yeah. from the hardware store, Landon. <laughs> yeah. Notice all the knots in the wood. <laughs> it's, it's better than, than Michael Scott's table when that's, he's in his apartment. <laughs> that's true. <laughs> or his bed, for that matter. So, no, nah, I'm digging it. I like this table. Jan, Jan has a, she has a space issues. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, we got so much into Bob Crane that we had. I was just going to talk about Bob Craft in the first segment. And, you know, we just we got to cover the current events every once in a while. So it's not politics. We know what the politics is going on. But we're uh, talking about the Bobs today. The Bobs. Yeah. I, I had no idea you had a meeting with the Bobs. <laughs> yeah. It's like, yeah, he called me after work. <laughs> Your name. <laughs> Your- what would you say? You do here. <laughs> your name is Michael Bolton. Why don't you just change your name? Why should I change? He's the one that sucks. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> oh, what a cult classic that Man. movie was. What a cult classic. So, 
Landon, you know, so I was perusing through some of these uh, pictures of Bob Kraft. Really, I was perusing through the pictures of his girlfriend. Now, do we? I need to pull. Up, I need to pull up his uh, Wikipedia page, don't I? I've got Bob Crane in here, so we're gonna do Bob Kraft. And obviously, everybody knows who he is. He's the owner of the New England Patriots. He's a billionaire. He's a chairman and CEO of the Kraft Group. So this dude. Do is they make that hot sauce I love? Barbecue sauce, I mean. Barbecue sauce. sauce. I don't know, but they do make the uh, macaroni and cheese that I love. Ah. Oh, man. To think. Oh, his political party is Democratic. I didn't know that. So he was married. He's only been married once. And he was married for, let's see, from 63 to 2011, Landon. That's what, like 50. 48 years. 48 years. Yeah, I suck at, suck at math. But uh, I suck at English. But uh, yeah. So he was married to his old gal for a long time. Let's get, let's pull her up. I mean, that's a bad choice of words. Myra Kraft. Now, I wonder, she was an American philanthropist. I don't know if he, she was the one, like he married into it or whatever, but uh, looks like he was the one that got it started. So, yeah. Net her, worth $6.6 billion. Yeah. and. Wow. I mean, you need that to cover a $60 spa charge, you know. That's I mean, true. You really want to have some, le- you, you want to don't be over leveraged when you go to the spa place in Jupiter, Florida. I guess once you get over $5 billion, you're not even going to argue with them about price anymore. You would, yeah, you would think the haggling would kind of come to an end. But, uh, yeah, so, I mean, especially when they've got Tiger Avenue going down. This is, I wonder if he's taking a picture next to the hydrant that he ran into. <laughs> <laughs> or was it, did he had a hydrant or a stop sign? I forgot what Tiger ran into, uh, other than the end of his career. And his four iron. <laughs> yeah, and, yeah, that's right. Isn't that what she came after him with? Was a, it was an, an iron. Yeah. Yeah, it was an iron. Whatever, whatever the caddy handed her. <laughs> <laughs> no, I think you'll get a better reach, Elon, with a four iron, you know, yeah. because last week you tried to come out a wedge, and I thought that was a little presumptuous. Try, try this long iron. <laughs> Stay away from the one iron. Nobody can hit that. Nobody, you couldn't hit a black guy with that. <laughs> easy. Uh, easy, easy. Anyway, so, yeah, another example of people with a lot of money and – you would think like an awesome looking, I mean, looks aren't everything, but a Swedish, I mean, you, we were talking earlier in the, in the, about the intro, a Swedish babysitter. I mean, what, I mean, that's like top of the pyramid for dudes, isn't it? Mm-hmm. A Swedish, or, you know, or like a Swedish swim team. Like who was the, who was the, was it the Swedish swim team that Dumb and Dumber that Harry and Lloyd passed off at the end of the ep- at the end of the movie. Aliupa, <laughs> yeah, probably. <laughs> we were this. It's like, hey, we need somebody to be, uh, tan uh, a oil lotion us down. Oil us down <laughs> while we go to, you know, we traveled the uh, country for the summer. My friend here is a bit slow. The town is that, <laughs> that way. <laughs> <laughs> You'll have to forgive my friend. He's, He's a, a little <laughs> slow. <laughs> but uh, yeah, so um, it's movie quote night here on the on the podcast. But so yeah, Robert Kraft, dude goes in. Uh, how about a little early life? He was born in Massachusetts, so he's a he's a small town hero. You know, his small town guy does good. Uh, he was at the age of twenty seven. He was elected chairman of the Newton, uh, Fig Newton looks like Newton Democratic City Committee. Hey, that c- Democratic City Committee. Uh, he considered running against Massachusetts third congressional district rep, but chose not to, citing the loss of privacy and strain on his family. Boy, if that's not a foreshadow of that, what would happen later on in his life, I don't know <laughs> what it is. Yeah, so um, touche, Bobby, touche. So as everybody knows, he began his pro- professional career and uh, got into craft, uh, you know, craft foods. Uh, he was an investor with a television corporation, yada, yada, yada. 
So his sports team, guess what his the first name of his first sports team was, Landon? The Boston blank. And it's not the Red Sox or the Celtics. The Boston Lobsters. Oh, neat. Yeah. What would really be fitting if it was the Boston Crabs? (laughs) (laughs) That is a foreshadow. (laughs) That is a foreshadow. Are you eating the tail on that lobster? (laughs) (laughs) Um, So, yeah, I'm looking here, and the philanthropy philanthropy section is a lot more in-depth than the 2019 solicitation charge maybe because it hasn't maybe because his story hasn't been written yet but uh dude you know he down he donates a lot of money to all that kind of crap arts and sciences and yeah, stuff. he's a great guy he's yeah he's really a, he's a real mick to say the least so all right let's get into what we're talking about here 2019 solicitation charge on february 22nd 2019 daniel kerr sounds made up the police chief of Jupiter, Florida, announced that Kraft would face two misdemeanor charges for soliciting another to commit prostitution, stemming from a human trafficking sweep in Jupiter. Invest- That's why this is we really shouldn't be laughing about this. Investigators suspected managers at a day spa where Kraft was allegedly re- video recorded in sexual activity were sex trafficking women, forcing the women to perform sex acts on the clients. That would be the worst job in police. As, as a police officer, other than maybe doing like body cavity searches, to have to watch some 77-year-old oh. crusty, crusty crusty guy. Crusty billionaire get his yeah. jollies off. Crusty billionaire get his, yeah. his old wanker tug or yeah, what, get whatever. His, yeah, get his, get his cookies, you know. But uh, so it goes on to say, deputies had to, had begun to monitor the day spas. Gee, now that's a really hard job. <laughs> and were able to place hidden cameras inside the facility. They claim Kraft was caught. This is like that Reno 911 Miami movie. Uh, you remember? <laughs> Easy. He goes, Be gentle. <laughs> yeah. He goes in there undercover and then she just starts whipping his ass. <laughs> yeah. And she talks like in a Japanese accent. And then he runs off. He goes, Hey, yeah, you can tell Jerry that the cops ain't going to be bothering us anymore. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, they claim Kraft was caught on camera receiving the alleged acts, according to the lead investigator. A spokesperson for Kraft issued a statement to categorically deny that Mr. Kraft was engaged in any illegal activity. On February 25th, Dave Orenberg, state attorney for Palm Beach County, announced that Kraft was among 25 people facing first-degree misdemeanor charges for solicitation. So uh, we need to find out what's... uh, I heard the name of the spa the other day. I'm going to type in Bob. We need to do an episode on just uh, what we can get from... Do like a minimal word Google search and see what comes up. So... That's that's how you really know if you've made it. So if you just type in your name and like you know, say so you type in your name and it'll say like John Doe and then it'll give it like a word after John Doe, like John Doe bathing, John Doe prostitution sting. You know, that's when you know you've made it if you've got like a list of fifteen different things. So I've got Bob Craft new wife, Bob Craft wife, Robert Craft, Bob Craft network, Bob Craft day, ah, Bob Craft day spot. Spa. I need to find out what the name of it is. All right. I think it was. Um, okay. To even top this off, uh, Orchids of Asia Day Spa. I mean, could that be any more stereotypical? <laughs> I mean, for real. I mean, Orchids of Asia Day Spa. Is that what I said? Yeah. Orchids of Asia Day Spa in Jupiter. I figured it'd be like the Joy Luck Club. <laughs> <laughs> I figured it'd be like Full Metal Jacket or something. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, 
On January 20th, the billionaire allegedly entered a room at the spa, hugged a woman inside, and removed his clothing before laying face up on a massage table. At 11.02, the woman began manipulating his goodies, which continued for several minutes. The affidavit from Jupiter Police read. Couldn't they just come in as soon as she gives him the blue pill? Yeah, it's like the Matrix. You take the blue pill, you go down the rabbit and see how far the rabbit hole goes. You take the red pill, you crap through a screen door. <laughs> After a few minutes, the whim, the woman, why, Landon, he wiped, she wiped Kraft in the area of his goodies with a white towel, helped him get dressed, and hugged him again. He gave her a hundred dollar bill and another bill before. I want a, and another bill. I wonder if that's like a check or something. It's like, here, you owe me, before leaving around 11.13 a.m. <laughs> so he walked in at 11.02 and came out at 11.03. No, 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 no. That's when it started, 11.02. He's done. I guarantee you she didn't get much done on his shoulders. Oh, she's good. Yeah. <laughs> Actually, I just got a massage last week, and it was – she worked for an hour and 20 minutes, and it was totally yeah, – I don't want any immature comments here, Landon, but this it was totally on the up and up. Okay. Were you laying stomach down? Yes, the whole time. Yes, it was very professional. If anything, y'all made the beast with two stomachs, not the beast with two backs. <laughs> <laughs> On the same day, Kraft allegedly engaged in that encounter. The same day, they competed in the AFC Championship game in Kansas City. He went to Orchids of Asia Day Spa, then flew to Kansas City to the AFC Championship game. That is covering some ground. I mean, you think he carries that thing in a carry-on or does he stow it? Of course, I know he's got his own. Oh, man. Jeez. I mean, so what is this a fetish for old dudes? What I mean, obviously the dude's got plenty of money. And, you know, I was... He has a 39-year-old girlfriend. Which brings me to the... uh, So I'm looking at all these pictures of him with his girlfriend. I mean, she's just slamming hot, you know. She's a lot taller than he is. And I I thought to myself, you could caption every one of these uh, pictures with the caption, just waiting. (laughs) Yeah, she probably doesn't like him spending all that money on things he doesn't... that, That she could do. Well, I mean, in his defense, he's only knocking off 60 bucks at a time. I mean, it's not like he's blow. Oh, it adds up, Brent. <laughs> I guess. <laughs> you know, Orcas, I mean, you think they'd have something in, in up, you know, in uptown Boston. But, I mean, you know, she's a, you know, she's a 10. She's probably some model or whatever. Um, I mean, you know, every picture she looks like she just, you know, walked out of a makeup studio. Looks perfect. There's no crappy pictures. Yeah, and he's in the same boring suit every time. I'm thinking that's the suit he plans on dying in. I mean, he figures he'll just he'll save him sixty bucks and he's just you know throw me in the casket with the with the old uh, dark dark um, jacket and uh, black. I mean, he's wearing a black tie most of the time. Sometimes he's got a blue in there and there's a dark dark red one. But okay, so here's a picture of him and his girlfriend. She's in a bikini. And they're standing in front of a green screen. I don't know if that's trying to make him look slimmer or make her disappear. <laughs> but uh, nonetheless, they're in front of it. I mean, she's laughing really hysterically. And then he's kind of got a old 88-year-old grin on his face. I can only imagine why. Yeah. But, uh, yeah. So, but yeah, the dude go, flies halfway across the country from a rub and tug to the AFC championship game. Meanwhile, Tom Brady's over there wearing his performance, you know, pajamas, going going home every night to Elon Nord. I mean, not Elon Nordgren, but uh, 
Uh, um, what's her name, Landon? Not Elle McPherson. Um, Giselle Bunchkin or whatever her name is. Yeah, Giselle. Giselle. I mean, stereotypical much. You know, that's almost like Melania. So, yeah, uh, his, uh, his, um, his lawyer goes on to say at a news conference on Monday, uh, the lawyer steered away from his case specifically and spoke about human trafficking. No human trafficking charges have been filed against Kraft or any of the other defendants connected to the massage parlors. Quote, these cases aren't about any one defendant or any group of defendants. The larger picture, which must be all, which we must all confront, is the cold reality that many prostitutes in cases like this are themselves victims, often lured into the country with promises of a better life, only to be put into a sweatshop. So, yeah, bad, bad news there. Only, hey, only to make a couple hundred bucks for churning some billionaire's butter. I know, you know, I mean... So you, now you heard about Matt Kuchar and his crappy tip he gave, you know, crappy pay that he gave the local. Oh, I think caddy. so. Yeah. So he. Uh, oh yes, I did. So yeah. his cat, his normal caddy, couldn't make it. He had a. Uh, I don't know if he had to go to a wedding or maybe he had a kid born or something. Anyway. Did he get that little kid from Billy Madison? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's like, it's like, hey man, you still in my clubs or whatever he yeah. does? It's like, I'm hey man, caddy. be careful. <laughs> yeah, I'm your caddy. Oh, so he's got those dirty ass socks for head <laughs> yeah. covers. That is so awesome. Yeah. But uh, so yeah, so his regular caddy couldn't make it. So he hired, and I guess the, a custom in the PGA is you hire the local caddy at the club that you're playing at. And so this is in Mexico, and he hires a guy, and they make a deal from the outset. It's like, okay, I'm going to pay you like twenty five hundred bucks, and if I win, I'm going to pay you like another five thousand. And granted, he already knows what the purse is. He knows if he wins, he's going to win like $1.3 million. So Cooch, that's what they call him, you know, he ends up winning the thing. And d- dude, I mean, I guess you got to hand it to him. Dude sticks to his contract. But he pays the guy five grand. You know, most of the time, caddies get 10%, I think, of the, yeah. purse, of the, of the player's winnings. He's like, nope, that's what we agreed on. But, you know, I got to thinking, Landon. Cooch could actually be doing this guy a favor because he might be paying him under the table because, I mean, this is like a serious... Well, he ended up paying him 50000 Did he? I think so. Well, that blows my story up then. Sorry. Thanks. Okay, we can end the podcast now. No, so before Landon's uh, uh, untimely uh, comment there... My Debbie Downer. <laughs> Debbie Downer. Um, I was thinking, I wonder if he's paying him under the table because in Mexico... If any of the cartels get wind of somebody coming in with a big stack of cash, whether Ooh, it's good point. a huge stack of cash or just a you know small, they're kind of come after him. So I'm wondering if Cooch was playing the good guy here and taking the fall for being a bad tipper or a bad you know a bad uh, boss or whatever, and saving this guy's life by paying him under the table. No, nope. what, what do you think of that? No, nope, he's just cheap. He's just cheap. Well, I'm gonna. I like to give people. Well, I used to like to give people the benefit of the doubt, but yeah. nonetheless, you're you gonna know, give him a mulligan because yeah, I'm gonna give him a mulligan on this one. And like he was playing at the World Golf Championship this last week, and they were they were still clapping for him in Mexico, nonetheless. So I guess he didn't hack off too many people, but so yeah, you know, money does strange things to lots of people, actually to everybody. So yeah. actually, he could have been doing this guy a favor, but. Yeah. He, you know, Brent, I'm reading a little bit on this on this Robert Kraft. Okay. And I just saw an article where it said the NFL is not going to interfere with the investigation, which I find funny because the NFL's interpretation of interference in the <laughs> NFC Championship game was horrible when the Rams got tackled the receiver before the ball got there. Well, I don't that, know what interference is. That was the NFC, Landon. 
I guess so. I mean, they don't even know what to catch. You know, a little side rant here. Everybody complains about, oh, the NFL can't even tell you what a catch is. It's because it's not black and white. Catches are all different. They're always people. You've got these guys moving, and these refs have to make a call in literally less than half a second if it's a call. And then they get so you get the instant replay, and a lot of times the replay right when the right, right when the critical part of the play comes to fruition on the video, they're trying to slow mo it so much that it ends up being blurry. Mm-hmm. You know, you would think they could sharpen that up a little bit. I mean, we went to the Cowboy game, and they had a freaking sixty yard or eighty yard freaking TV. You'd think they could knock that blurriness out, <laughs> yeah. you know, with all the technology they have now. I have so many gripes with the replay. Like, you have a play, and they put it on replay. Why don't you just show the one good angle or the two good angles? No, we're going to show you 19 bad angles, and then if, you, if you're still hanging around, we're going to show you the good angles. Here's the Now, here's the view from a 15-year-old girl up in Section 400 right behind her popcorn yeah. can. Yeah, that's inconclusive, Bob. <laughs> I don't get it. I, I, yeah, I don't I, either. I don't know why replay takes more than 18 seconds. Like, yeah. why don't they just have a guy that's all he does, and he's good at it, and yeah. they're like, hey, what do you see? Well, it's not a catch. Okay, it's not a catch. Right. Yeah, I mean, that kind of takes the complaint. And this like, oh, that's not reviewable. Well, why not? It would fix it. Exactly. I mean, I mean if it takes another five minutes to uh, make a, you know, if it takes, if it makes a game last a little more than, you know, three hours, then so be it. I mean, I know people get pissed off when church lasts more than, you know, uh, 55 minutes. Especially during football season. Yeah, when the Cowboys are playing at noon. So, uh, yeah, fix it. I don't know. So Atlanta, we've, well, that's still NFL. Bob Kraft, NFL, Jollies. Yeah, he cookies. owns an NFL team. He now. does an NFL team. He's he moved up from the Lobsters. You think he has a farm? Yeah. The Bob, I wonder if he still owns the Bobston, Bobston, Bobston Lobsters. Boston lost Lobsters. Dude, I tell you what. Man, you're horrible, horrible uh, at this whole thing. <laughs> Mongo and Gloyd on this thing. I bet he does make the barbecue sauce if he still owns the Lobsters. Cause. Okay, let's see here. Um,. He considered moving the Patriots to Hartford, Connecticut, based on an offer, but uh, for a new stadium. But that fell through, uh, so they're staying at Foxborough. Uh, let's see. Somebody offered him to buy, offered to buy the team from him in '92. Of course, that's back when they sucked. Brent, have you ever heard the story about Vladimir Putin stealing one of his Super Bowl rings? Uh-uh. It's up here somewhere. It's a. Is it collusion? I think it's robbery. So here's a picture with Clint. Uh, let's see. Here's a picture. With Trump, here's a picture with Obama, and here's a picture with George W. And he's giving them all. Well, I guess that's because he's won a he's won a Super Bowl in every uh, the last three presidential terms. No kidding. Yeah, I guess you get to go to the White House every time. Yeah. Well, guys, that's we are getting way long, and uh, that's just in it, what we ended up talking about. We're gonna get that. We're going to prepare. We want to give uh, Ricardo and Diego plenty of time to refine this infomercial because it's you're going to like it. It's It might be a legit sponsor of the Drive Line Farmer podcast. And don't forget about that Global Ag Network. So, um, guys, we're going to get out of here. Uh, Landon's got his little girl up here, and Mike, uh, one of our boys, is entertaining her. So everything turned out well. We're great. She'll, we'll, we'd love to have her back, Landon. Oh, she'll probably be back eventually. Awesome, awesome. All right, well, guys, we're going to get out of here. Until next time, y'all stay safe, and I hope everybody has a nice, enjoyable spring. And until next time, we'll ask you, what side of the line are you on? The Dry Line Farmer Podcast brought to you by the Hate Crime Country LLC. If you don't like your life, we'll make something up for you. 
the Dryline Farmer Podcast, now a member of the Global Ag Network. All rights reserved, 2019.